What's up, everybody? This is Andrew Pierman, uh, owner-operator of Pierman Ranch. Uh, you guys are tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Check it out. I am. I am a young. I am a young. I am a young. I am a young black. A young black. Young. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. Equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your host today, Abriana. Today, we have Andrew Pierman of Pierman Ranch out of Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here today. Awesome. It's good to be here. Good to be here. So let me just tell you, when I first saw or came across or was tagged, I don't even remember how it happened. But I remember just pulling up this Instagram page and watching these Frisians just frolic around. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, cool. And then it's like, okay, you know, this is a person of color, great. And then I'm like, Charlotte, over there? Like, <laughs> in North yeah. Carolina? Mind blown. So, Andrew, please tell us about yourself, how you even got started. Like, I just need to know. <laughs> right. Uh, man, that story is so long. I don't know if we have enough time for all of that. But, uh, um, you know, no, my, my love for horses started really young, just like a lot of a lot of kids. Um, my first literally my first word was horsey. Uh, you know, it wasn't mommy, daddy or anything like that. My mom and dad saw that, you know, I just had this natural passion for uh you know these animals and um you know they didn't have a lot of money uh, my dad was a was a coach at the time a college coach at the time up in massachusetts and um you know they did their best to kind of get me riding lessons get around horses as much as they could get me around and um you know it uh it it just cultivated the passion and the love that i that i started with um you know uh, there was a lot of things in life from that point to now that kind of pulled my attention away from you know, my ultimate goal and doing what we're doing now. Uh, but, you know, um, no matter what breed, no matter what it is, I just love horses in general. And, um, you know, I'm just very lucky and blessed to uh, be doing what we're doing now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know a lot about Frisians outside of it. They're beautiful. Tell me <laughs> what, what is it that you are doing with them? I, I know they do a lot of different things. I've seen you do a lot of sure. different things, but yeah. as far as like the competition in hand sure. situation, what, what is that? Is that a discipline? Like, I don't quite understand what that is. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, the thing is with the, with the Frisian horse, like you said, they do many, many different things. There's uh, you know, dressage, show driving, um, you know, literally every discipline, uh, less show jumping, but, uh, you know, they, they do really everything. Um, now the Frisian horse is a breed that was almost extinct, um, however many years ago. And, uh, they had to, you know, work really hard to bring this horse back in, uh, you know, back from, from almost extinction. Um, there is a inspection process that these horses have to go through, um, to be in the KFPS stud book. And, um, in these inspections, they're shown in hand. 
So uh, that's not necessarily a show. That's how you know they they show off their confirmation. Um, it's how they they get entered in the stud book when they have a certain uh, uh, when they have that certain bit of quality. Um, I guess mm-hmm. you want to say. Um, mm-hmm. There's also shows as well. There's uh, um, they have a lot of open shows you can show in hand as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, for the most part, the stuff that I do in hand, um, you know, other than showing off at some of these uh, presentations that we've done, um, you know, it's it's more of the inspection kind of thing. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's what they do. That makes sense. That makes sense because mm-hmm. I love seeing the pictures where the handlers are like leaping like a gazelle <laughs> through the air. That's you know, wild. and. It, it's wild. I mean, the photographers have an amazing job of just catching those shots. And I just, I'm, what, what is it that they are doing? So right. tell me, tell me about your five-star recruits. I know Ivan's one of them. You have <laughs> Nikki. Like, tell me about these horses that have, I guess, served as the foundation of your program. Yep. Well, first of all, I want to appreciate like the rivals five star reference of uh, football. I I appreciate that. So you don't even know you didn't even know what you were doing, but that that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that kind of the football thing kind of goes hand in hand in competition with kind of what Pierman Ranch is as well. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, no, Ivan was my first Frisian. Um, mm-hmm. I got him. Uh, he's a three and a half year old now. Um, I purchased him the day like the day he was born. Um, it's a funny story. Uh, you know, I knew. I knew I wanted a Frisian. I've wanted a Frisian my whole life. Um, I didn't know that they could be big and fancy like a saddle horse um, or like a Dutch harness horse, like you see with Ivan and Nikki, very high headed, animated, a lot of vigor, I guess you want to call it, a lot of motion. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that they that they come like that. A lot of people didn't, um, you know, uh, depending on how old you are, America's first experience with the Frisian horse uh, was in this movie. What the heck is it called? It was in a movie. It was in a movie, like an old uh, uh, Knights movie, um, Eagle, Eagle Eye or Eagle Hawk or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. just a big, beautiful, maybe um, uh, what they would consider a classic looking Frisian, not as elegant, mm-hmm. just long hair and big, that kind of thing. Um, right. But anyway, uh, I wanted, you know, a, a high headed, beautiful, uh, showy kind of Frisian. Um, I started doing research on bloodlines and sires in the Netherlands. Um, the one that jumped off the page for me was Norbert 444, who's the sire of Ivan. Um, once I found him, I said, dude, I got to have a son of his. I have to. Um, and, uh, you know, I was just searching online like everybody does nowadays. And, um, and I actually found his brother, his older brother for sale. Um, you know, it wasn't the right time for me, but that's what kind of opened the door for that breeder. Um, mm-hmm. Once I started conversations with her, um, you know, she said that, uh, Ivan's mom was in full to Norbert again. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I told her, I said, Hey, if it's a cult, I want it. Like I, mm-hmm. if it's a, if it's a boy, it's mine kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. the funny, the, the funny thing about it is that I had that exact conversation with two other breeders with Norbert babies coming in the spring. And I wanted those two. So I had, I had three that I claimed, I said, Hey, if it's a cult, I want it. Afterwards, you know, before they were all born, I was like, what am I going to do? I told all these people that I want these, I can't afford all these things. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So coincidentally, and again, uh, you know, it was all meant to be. Uh, the first one was born was a filly, and it's a friend of mine's uh, that she retained, who's super, super nice. She was born first. Mm-hmm. Then, I get a t- then I get a random uh, picture text with Ivan on the ground, literally wet, placenta on everything, and and uh, the breeder, Vanessa, said, uh, a beautiful Norbert Colt was just born, just what you ordered. And I said, boom, he's mine. I want him, that kind of thing. 
Um, and then the next one was born was a Colt, but right when I was born, I claimed him. I contacted that other breed. I was like, yo, I don't, I don't, I, I got one. Everything's good, whatever. Um, yeah. and the way he turned out, you know, of course I dreamed of, uh, of him being special. Um, but he turned out much more special than I could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he is, he's totally the, like you said, the foundation of Pyramid Ranch, um, foundation and even mascot of the Pyramid Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, then mm-hmm. when it comes to comes to Nikki, uh, you know, he is one that um, the KFPS, the official registry in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. they do a lot of a lot of stuff on YouTube. Um, a lot of their inspections, they live broadcast on YouTube. You can mm-hmm. watch a lot of them. A lot of people don't understand that or don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you, I watched hours and hours and hours of these baby inspections trying to find like the next big one for me. And, um, you know, when I watched Nikki's inspection from his first two steps, I said, that is the one he just, Uh he exemplifies, um, natural ability, strong behind great shoulder, super upright, you know, great, uh, you know, natural head carriage, um, and charisma. He has so much charisma, even as a baby then. Um, and you know, I, uh, I was very lucky to be able to, um, to acquire him. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think I can't talk very loud because Ivan's like 30 feet away from where I'm sitting right now, <laughs> but he truly is Nikki. Nikki really is just like another step above Ivan. Um, mm-hmm. Ivan's Ivan's appeal is that he's got a heart of gold that you see my children riding him. Mm-hmm. Anyone could come over and ride him and just walk around and he's having a good old time. He mm-hmm. truly has a heart of gold. Um, I handled him a lot as a baby because um, he was my first Frisian. I just said, you know, I've got I've got a bunch of daughters, you know, I got a bunch of kids, you know, I want them to be able, be able to be around him. I want them to be able to ride him and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do believe because of that extra handling, I took a little bit of his vigor away. I didn't try to, but be, if, if, right. you, if right. you show a horse a lot of different things, um, they're not impressed anymore. Yeah, with anything. they're desensitized. Um, Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but Ivan really knows when to turn it on, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we get in the, you know, we've gotten to try on when we've, when we've gone out and we went to the stallion presentations in Indiana a couple of times, like mm-hmm. he turns it on big time. Like, yeah. I remember the first, the first one, um, the night before we took him out and, uh, you know, we do a lot of dealings with, uh, with these amazing, amazing Amish folks up in Indiana, uh, at Yoder Equine amazing people. I wouldn't trust anybody else with my horses, but those people there. Um, anyway, uh, the night before our presentation, I take him out, uh, to just kind of show him the ring, that kind of thing. And he was a little bit of a dud. Like he was, I, I was getting a little nervous. I was like, dude, what? He just, he's moving a little bit, but he's not the guy I know. Like he's come on. I've been like, bro, I've been talking about <laughs> you so much. Don't let me down. And, and that's just being, just being completely, you know, straight up about it. And then, but yeah. When, when, when the crowd was there, when all the horses were, so many horses were out, when there was so much activity, I mean, that dude just, it just snapped. And uh, I guess he felt it from my um, intensity and intent for, with everything that I was doing with my mm-hmm. preparation of grooming him. He knew he was like, oh, I oh, wish dad, it's time. Got, oh, oh it's, it's time. It's time now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, anyway, he did, he went out there and did his thing. But, uh, uh, but like I was saying, I handled him a bunch. Um, you know, and it makes him a great horse for the future for, for my whole family. 
Um, Nikki is a little bit different. I'm not doing anything with him other than grooming him, running around. You see me running in the pasture with him all the time, having a good time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not desensitizing him. Um, he knows who daddy is. He knows, you know, who good grooming, uh, uh, you know, good grooming techniques, all that kind of stuff. Um, but other than that, he's just raw. And I Uh want to keep him that way because he also will be traveling to the Netherlands for inspection, uh, next year. And we've got really high hopes for him to, uh, you know, uh, go as far as possible and we'll see how that, that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I am, there's a chunk of this story that's missing. How do you get from, you know, taking lessons as a kid to, you know, looking, even knowing that, you know, or researching Frisians, Netherlands and stuff on the internet in, in 2019, sure. 20, 2020 kind sure. of thing. I got you. I guess you got to start from the, the slightly the beginning of, of my family's uh, like athletic background. Um, mm-hmm. My dad uh, played in the NFL, played with Johnny Unitas back with the uh, Baltimore Colts and the Green Bay Packers. My older brother played for the Seahawks, the Titans and the Jaguars and went to UVA, played football there as well before that. Um, so we come from a really competitive uh, football and running track family. Um, you know, so that that competition was built in from the beginning. Um, you know, I was one that, you know, I played football as well, was able to um, go off and play football at the University of Hawaii for a year. And then I transferred to University of Virginia, finished uh, playing uh, with Al Grow there. Um, and it was part of my family, but it wasn't who I was. Um, you know, my brother went as far as he did because his focus all the time was football from when he was a kid. I mean, you look at yeah. uh, you look at grade school uh, projects where you're writing what you want to be when you grow up. And my brother's was like NFL football player. And mine was mm-hmm. a horse trainer with horses, oh, okay. you know, and, okay. you know, even even though, you know, I took it as far as my physical ability could. Um, that wasn't my passion at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was it was always horses. I always tried to find some way to have a horse to to be around horses or whatever. I mean, even, mm-hmm. you know, I remember having, uh, you know, before I finished at UVA, um, Coach Crow saw that I would just like, I'd be the first one that I'd leave from practice. Like after practice, I'd just jet. But he'd say, hey, what, Pierman, what's, what's going on? Like you're, you're not in, you know, you're not getting involved with the team as much as, you know, I'd like for you to. And I said, well, Coach, I got to go feed my horse. I got to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my horse stuff. And he was like, look, you got you, you to gotta do something different because, you know, uh, that's not what our team needs kind of thing. So I had to, you know, cut it back even then uh, to be, mm-hmm. you know, to be successful there. But um, anyway, when football just, you know, didn't work out, it didn't because that's not what my love was. Um, right. You know, I didn't put in that extra effort kind of thing. Um, right. You know, afterwards, uh, it's, it's very interesting. I saw, you know, horses to me was a very expensive thing, you know, for the, because I wasn't, people are going to take this for whatever they want to take it as, but I didn't want to be the strongest midget, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to be at the highest level period. I, w- I didn't want to, I didn't want to be the best black and Puerto Rican kid. I didn't want to be mm-hmm. the best, you know, kid, my age of doing anything. No, mm-hmm. like my dad, my parents taught us to be the best period, right? I'm not going to allow yeah. that mask to keep me from, you know, uh, to give me an, or to be an excuse to not achieve greatness on whatever level or whatever avenue that I choose to, to go. 
Um, right. And obviously with, with horses being my, my ultimate passion, like I was not going to let anything stop me from, you know, uh, heading on the track that we're headed on now. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, but anyway, um, you know, after college, uh, you know, I got, I got married up like a lot of, a lot of people do right after, right after college, start mm-hmm. popping out children, um, you know, and that even then I, I tried so hard to keep horses involved in my life, you know, right. um, even when it really wasn't smart financially, um, you know, uh, I, I made it, I made it happen. Like having other horses in the past, you know, saddlebreds, Arabians, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it really took, um, you know, it really took, I guess, understanding that I wasn't in the right, uh, relationship, the right, um, I just wasn't in the right place to, to be where I wanted to be. Um, right. you know, we had right. to, had, had to make changes in life, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that, you know, that marriage didn't work out and, you know, uh, I started off on a new path and the new path was, uh, I guess, building really building without confinement for our future, you know, and mm-hmm. I felt like my future was building this brand of, of, I didn't know Pearman Ranch back then, but building this this, uh, you know, this breeding and this, uh, training deal. Mm -hmm. And I just, Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that then. Um, but, uh, you know, I did, um, I did luckily find an amazing lady that, uh, um, that is one of the backbones of, uh, of Pyramid Ranch that, you know, understands the dynamic of, uh, uh, of someone with a passion and someone as motivated as myself that, um, you know, as much as I set goals, I stay open to opportunities as well. You know, yeah. that's one of my advices to, to people getting into course or really anything in life is right. I don't believe you need to stick so hard on one thing that you close off other opportunities that could happen for yourself. Right. Um, and, you know, with, with horses, that's, you know, uh, I've run into that a few times, you know, with saddlebreds. I said, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be at the world championship horse show with this one mare. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. And everything fell apart because I was so stuck on that exact thing. You know, right. I neglected so many other things in life and you know, that, that, that was an old, that's an old story, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, again, I just, from relationships, not working out um, to, uh, now again, being at a place where, um, we can actually build and, um, you know, have the freedom to, and trust of, Hey, this is our family's going to do this. Okay. We're trusting you. We're trusting you. We got your back. Um, you know, let's let it ride and, um, no pun intended with horses, but, uh, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we're doing now. So, Um, you know, I, I hope that answered your question. That was a long monologue, Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. That is why we are here to get this information because it's, it's so important for people to see. We have so much of our audience that is coming into horses after life has happened to them and they are, you know, looking for that extra motivation. You know, I've always wanted to do this as a kid, but insert all the things, you know, and now that I have the means and the ability to get back into it, you know, yeah. it's, it's feeling, feeling safe to have those dreams again, you know, mm-hmm. and some people, yeah. you know, when they're talking to other adults, you know, people are like, you want to do what? 
like at, yeah. at your at your big age like right 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 and it's like you know if it's if it's a passion if it's and if it's something that you haven't been able to pursue why not like there is no yeah. a i feel like every time i open facebook it's like 80 year old woman competes tevis endurance race and it's like absolutely absolutely no boundaries here there are no yeah. boundaries with horses period yeah yeah that and that's the that's one of the best things about it is um you know there's not many other uh pastimes slash sports that you can pick up later on in life and you know there be so many avenues not even just competition just enjoying just trail riding mm -hmm. just riding mm -hmm. just brushing mm -hmm. or grooming whatever um, yeah. you know, there's not many other pastimes or, uh, like I said, or sports that you can do at, at such an older age. Um, you know, I know that, that when I can't ride anymore at whatever age, I'm going to be driving, you know, I'm going to mm -hmm. be driving, you know, they're going to be pulling a fine harness cart or something, you know, Viceroy or whatever, you know, and then when I can't do that, I'll just be grooming and, and looking and just watching and just smiling mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, watching my kids enjoy it or my kids, kids. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, there, there's mm -hmm. no matter what age horses are appropriate for absolutely anybody. Right, 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 right. So now that we've gotten the backstory, let's let's look at the right now. We got TikTok, we got Instagram, <laughs> like you guys are just all over the place. What has been the most kind of heartfelt or amazing part of this experience sharing, you know, what it is that you've built there at Pyramid Ranch? Um I think it's it's the private messages that I get from, uh, and I might get emotional talking about this because it's real. Like this is mm -hmm. this is as real as it gets. But um, it's it's like the, it's the messages that I get from parents when uh, specific. Well, there's a few. Um, one I'm literally thinking about right now, where uh, it was right before Tryon, um, and I did a live video and I was saying that you know I'm nervous. You know I'm nervous, and this is going to be awesome, but I'm nervous and. Uh, this one gal uh, wrote to me and said, I really appreciate, you know, my daughter loves your TikToks and your Instagrams. And uh, she saw that live video and she said, she was like, oh my gosh, Ivan's dad gets nervous. Like, <laughs> I can't, you know, and, but it was confirming that it's okay for her to be nervous. Like she's a horse girl mm -hmm. as well. Like she does, you know, she's an mm -hmm. ethnic horse girl that does, that uh, does, you know, whatever discipline. Um, mm -hmm. But she didn't know that when you, you know, no matter what level you're at, no matter what the quality of your horse is, that you can still get nervous. And, um, you know, so the most heartwarming thing about any of this stuff is the message that I get from people saying that I'm truly uh, like motivating them or inspiring them or confirming to their kids that, you know, being nervous is okay, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and that, you know, it, it's giving them like more hope, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I am trying to be, and I am like as authentic as possible. Like, I'm not trying to be mm -hmm. political. I'm not trying yeah. to, you know, get fans in that sense. Um, yeah. You know, in, in, in doing something, thinking how or is someone going to react to what I'm putting out? Like, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take a video as I'm doing it. I'm going to post it, put some cool music and mm -hmm. put it out there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And it's, you're literally looking at our lives in that, you know? And, and that yeah. that's nice to nice to hear as well as when people, you know, tell me that you know, as, if with all the horse uh, uh, pages that they watch that they will look at or whatever on any, any of those platforms that ours seems one of the most authentic that it's real that they're right. they're, they're looking into our you know our family dynamic our blended family our you know our everyday life and that um, 
you know, uh, not everyone, not everyone has the ability or the wallet or the motivation to be a Grand Prix dressage rider, right? Or, mm-hmm. or any of these super, super, like not everyone has to, not everyone wants to do that, you know? And right. um, yes, yes, I do have, um, uh, you know, goals of grandeur, again, of Ivan going to the Netherlands, doing however or whatnot, but, um, but that's not our everyday life. Like it's really right. not. Um, right. you know, right. Ivan doesn't, doesn't look spectacular every day and you don't, you know, uh, you don't see that, you know, I don't take glamour shots every day and, you know, you yeah. see the, the, the realness of what these, you know, what our horses are and what, what we are as people, um, right. you right. know, and, uh, and, and that's, again, that's, that's so heartwarming again, is hearing, you know, people, uh, say how authentic and, and real we are. Because we are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that is one of the things that drew me to your account as well, and prompted finally reaching out because um, sometimes you get that you get this kind of over polishing, like highlight reel of people's lives, and it's like I'm not quite sure what the motivation is sometimes. Sure. Um, yeah. But I recall seeing two videos. One was a long time ago. Um, I think it was Nikki. You were about to clean out his back hooves. And I thought, was that Ivan? Well, he was kind of not having it. (laughs) And it was Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that someone would show this, you know, and Mm -hmm. not try to paint a picture of something that's not reality you know that's why we that's what we talk about here like passion culture and lifestyle it's it's not super polished it's not Mm -hmm. it it doesn't have to be you know it's there's there's no like silver you know kumbaya rainbow that we're all trying to get to we're just trying to enjoy ourselves and so between that and you were walking both of them and that's why I knew you had to have some sort of athletic background because the way you moved your feet out of the way, <laughs> I was like, yes. oh, he is doing drills like right, 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 right. Because he moved fast. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I, I was like, that is, I appreciate that so much about your platform. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that the first video you're talking about, it actually, it was a long live video that we had um mm-hmm. and I did post it and I was getting so many comments and this is okay this is something that was premeditated like after after the fact so I, I slightly take back what I said before um but this was more for education it wasn't for politics or anything like that um right. but so many people were talking about how sweet and kind and loving and all this stuff that Ivan is and he is but he has his moments too and I mm-hmm. didn't want people to think that um, that he's perfect all the time because he's not, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and after that live video, um, you know, obviously you can like save the, the video to your phone. I took that clip and I cut mm-hmm. it out and then put, and then posted it because mm-hmm. I was like, look at it, look at this dude. Cause not everybody watches. <laughs> well, not everybody watched the, the whole, whole like, 15 minute long thing. So mm-hmm. I took that, that 15 second clip and, and put it out there and put it on TikTok and, and Instagram. People were just going nuts about it. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this is on subject slash off subject, whatever, is whenever dealing with horses, people have to understand their own ability, right? They Mm. have to understand their own physical limitations as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and what I want to also make sure that people understand is that I take risks that I take because I am confident in my physical ability, right? That I can 
you know, I can hold my both stallions and mm -hmm. they could freak out. And I feel confident that mm -hmm. I can stay under control if they take off running. Right. Mm -hmm. Which, mm -hmm. which I was able, which I was able to do. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, just people need to make sure they know their own limitations. Um, you know, again, if you're, if you're a, you know, dude that's 110 pounds and you're behind 1100 pound Ivan and you're holding his leg up and, you know, he tries to kick out at you, like get out the way, right, <laughs> like maybe don't right. try to, maybe don't try to hold it because the bad things can happen, you <laughs> yes. know, um, yes. or, or, or again, if you don't have, um, that's another thing, again, I really, maybe I need to do a better job at, but, um, I have such a bond with my horses because I spend so much more time than the normal horse person with mm -hmm. their horses. Mm -hmm. um, from again, I had Ivan when he was four months old. I probably missed from four months old to now where he's three and a half. I probably missed three months altogether, every like at all. Every other yeah. time, like every day I was there with him, right? Right. So in situations like that where he we acts like an idiot, um, I know that he's just he's just having a moment and mm -hmm. then as long as I ride that wave for a second, he's going to be fine after that. You know, that's why in that video, I like kept, I held on to his leg because he's going to remember when he was a baby and I could actually slightly manhandle him. Um, right. that, oh, dad's, dad's got me. I can't move, but he could mm -hmm. kill me if he wanted to. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, you know, public service announcement, like know your limitations, know your physical limitations, right. Um, right. know the relationship you have with your horse, you know, how much they trust you and vice versa um, mm -hmm. before you try really, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it looks, it looks cool, but there's so much more that comes, that comes with that for me to be able to handle those horses when they freak out, you know, trying to take a pretty picture, um, right. or when Ivan, you know, tries to yank his leg away from me or try to kick me. And I'm like, Nope, not today, brother. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, that honing in on that message, not knowing your limitations and knowing you know when you're in over your head and knowing when to ask for help you know mm -hmm. a lot of times Absolutely. people kind of glorify this oh you know one-on-one -on -one relationship with your horse you know you should be able to handle it you should be able to like yeah that is the case but sometimes you need to ask for help so that you can mm -hmm. build that relationship safely you know, if you yeah, don't safely. have that experience, you know, asking for help is really not as bad as you think it is. No, I mean, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. I mean, I, I would, you know, I would say, um, you know, for myself, I don't have any, um, you know, traditional horse training training. You know, this mm -hmm. is uh, this is coming from years of riding. Um, I've got a lot of really close friends that are horse trainers, um, you know, so getting advice from them. Um, mm -hmm you know, and then, and just understanding the relationship, understanding, uh, you know, for the lack of a better term, being the alpha slash, I hate saying dominant one, because that sounds a little bit aggressive, but mm -hmm. for the lack of a better term saying like the dominant one, right? Because mm -hmm. again, when horses are wild, they're in a herd, they're not going to follow the weakling. They're not going right. to follow the one that's, you know, uh, uh, you know, batting their eyes at some scary stuff. No, they're going to follow mm -hmm. the one that, you know, that, that, exudes confidence um right it's funny somebody uh you know we've got we've got five or five or six stallions at our barn, or seven six or seven stallions at the barn and mm -hmm. uh all of the ones that um are on like my training side of the barn they're all right beside each other um they can all touch they're all beside each other and i remember somebody asked said oh who's the who's the alpha who's the alpha stallion at your farm i said me <laughs> like me <laughs> you know i said me because uh you know what if any of these dudes you know um 
which they have, they, they're going to continue testing like their whole rest. Mm -hmm. That's what they are. Yeah. That's yeah. what the horse in the wild do. They, you know, yeah. they constantly test to say, Oh, can I be the boss? Can I today? Oh, nope. I oh, can't. All not right. Today. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> exactly. All right, fine. I'm going to stay in my lane, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, but you just have to have the confidence and the, um, you know, the, the know-how to make sure you keep them uh, in check that way. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And your journey is kind of similar to mine. I've had my walking horse at six months old. And nice. so, you know, we couldn't do anything for, or I couldn't exactly. ride him, obviously. So right, there right, was right. a lot of desensitizing and handling. And, and yep. I mean, to this day where I don't live with him now, but I mean, two months, three months go by and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ride today. <laughs> so I'll go out yep. there and I'm like, buddy, this is Let's two go. hours. And he's like, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes 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 fine girl he, he, leave, leave me alone <laughs> that's right that's right you know people don't some people don't understand the importance of of imprinting like that you know again if you have the ability and the patience to get a horse young um even if you send him off for training after he gets to the the, the correct like riding age or, or training rate age mm -hmm. You have built such a bond with this animal; they will never forget it. They like they will never forget it, you know. Um, and, and like like you said, as long as um, there's that respect that it's not a puppy yeah. dog, right? You're not you're not sitting on your lap because you can get hurt mm -hmm. that way. But mm -hmm. if you gain that that respect um, the way you're supposed to with horses, um, mm -hmm. you know, from that young age until training, whether you do it or send them off somewhere, they will always remember that. Um, yeah. They will always remember, it. and it's a it's a bond that. Uh, you can't, you can't explain to someone that hasn't had, hasn't had that, right? Uh -huh. Like you can't, uh -huh. you can't explain it. You got to say, listen, it's the most amazing thing to, you know, speak the same language with someone that doesn't speak your language in a sense. Right. right? Um, right. And, uh, and have that connection that, you know, what they're thinking, you know, um, and, and you can create something beautiful with that connection um, for years to come. So. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you feel, um, I, I feel like we've covered this um, just a little bit, but more specifically for Frisians, what do you feel like is a major misconception that people have about them? Um, I think it's changed a few times uh, for the time that I've had um, Ivan and the ones, ones that I have now. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people think they're like draft horses, that they're mm -hmm. just big and slow and um you know not hot for lack of a better term or have a lot of vigor i like vigor it's a great word um but yeah that's a misconception that they're just big and 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 all of that but they can be as hot as saddlebreds you know they can be as hot as arabians um yeah. you know the difference is is that uh they bond with people so much you know they um it's like they want to be with people i've said you know i've said it before many many times actually that um you know i've had a bunch of other breeds and I've had horses for a long time, but Frisians by far are the ones that like lock in with you so much more than any other breeds that I've had. Again, other yeah. people can have other, other experiences, but, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, once I started and I've got a Facebook page that I've had since Ivan, since I, I got Ivan, um, and it's got a pretty decent following on there as well. Uh, and I feel like I started showing people the hot blooded, um, you know, big trotting, high headed Frisian when they didn't know that that even existed. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so 
you know, showing all the approved stallions in the Netherlands um, that are just, again, naturally trotting like higher than some, like some of the top saddlebreds have stronger hawks than so many other breeds. I mean, um, you know, they're, they're amazing horses that just need to be seen, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and if they're not, you know, they're not going to be appreciated and they're not going to continue to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate the, the level of uh, quality that you continue to, to share um, and kind of promote, you know, just mm-hmm. instead of, I don't know, like backyard breeding has like, I'm on the fence with that, but Sure. When it comes to, you know, having quality horses and, and still keeping them involved, you know, sure. you have these amazing dreams, getting them, you know, um, oh my gosh, I blanked on the word, so, but so looked the, at yeah, yeah, in you. the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. inspected. <laughs> inspected, yeah. that's the word, yes. Inspected in that's the right. Netherlands. Like, I just appreciate about, I appreciate that about your, um, your program and, mm-hmm. I mean, North Carolina of all places. How did you end up here? Uh, well, my like I said, my dad was a coach, uh, a college coach at Williams College. That's where I was born in uh, North Adams, Massachusetts. Um, we moved down here when we were three, or when I not we I was three. I'm from a family of five, five kids. Um, mm-hmm. But my family still lives in Charlotte. Um, I'm our farm is just outside of Charlotte, but my gym mm-hmm. where I work is uptown Charlotte. Um, so I claim Charlotte. Nobody knows where Cherryville is. Sorry, Cherryville people. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, we, yeah, just Charlotte's an awesome place. I've, I've got some pretty solid roots here with my, my PT business, um, with amazing mm-hmm. clientele that I have mm-hmm. and friends, um, through that. And, you know, uh, Charlotte's Charlotte's a good spot. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, um, I was just down there, um, a couple of months ago for a trail ride in Shelby and, oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah that's 20 minutes from me that's 20 minutes from cherryville okay okay yep. so i'm gonna have to make my way down there again yes. because yes. Um, yes. that is you know a gym right here in you know a place where a lot of people don't think of horses horses doesn't equal north carolina really unless they're talking sure. about try on you know for sure English yeah, it's true. sure sure um, sure so I, I love being able to find, you know, when people are reaching out like, oh, I'm in Georgia. I'm in California. I, do you know yeah. any places there? And I'm like, I'm in North Carolina, I y'all. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to, trying to, you know, you know, resources. But with, right. with Pyramid Ranch, do you do lessons or is it just training like you know no we don't we don't do lessons yet because lessons are as are only as good as your lesson horses and right now Uh we just don't have any lesson horses um Uh you know we all we we have we've got some young training horses uh and and our own um but we do have people come you know come by and uh and visit and kind of see horses work that kind of thing um and as we grow you know i would love it's it would be amazing um at some point to have uh, you know, two or three quality uh, Frisian lesson horses for people that have never been around or ridden a Frisian before. You know, again, I, I let people get on Ivan a little bit. That's going to slow down as obviously he's going to the Netherlands and I want him to just be like top, top, top. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but it would be nice to have that because a lot of people don't have that opportunity to even see a Frisian in real life because they are niche. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say there's only, uh, 
there's only like a few thousand KFPS in North America. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not a few, not three, I mean, 45, something like that. It's a low number. Right. A low number. Um, right. You know, uh, and it would be great to have a lesson program program at Pyramid Ranch with Frisians. You know, mm-hmm. um, that would be something that uh, I don't know is around here at all. So we like yeah, to, we no. like being, we like being different. And, and again, having, having stuff that, you know, people can't really get around or see anywhere around here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the last time I saw Frisians in the work um, in person was at medieval times. Yes. Yes, exactly. South, exactly. South Carolina. So, yep, yep. And, and that's yeah. how people, that's exactly how people um, associate or what people associate Frisians with is mm-hmm. the, the, the knight's horse. And mm-hmm. again, that's, you know, the descent, like descendants of people, people call me out on, on the history a little bit sometimes, but um, like the descendants of the Frisian horse were knight's horses, um, you know, so again, that, and now in movies, like anytime you see a medieval movie, if you see a big black horse with some feathers on the bottom of his legs, uh, it's a Frisian, you know, because if it's, you know, it's presence, it's nobility, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just mm-hmm. looks like a horse you'd run into battle with. So, um, <laughs> you know, I wanted, I, was, I wanted to piggyback on your, like your breeding thing um, that you were talking about a, a mm-hmm. minute or two ago. Um, mm-hmm. It is so important. That's another thing I want to help educate as well. Um, because I talked about how the Frisian horse was almost extinct, um, and the inspection process is, uh, you know, an, an, a way to maintain quality in the Frisian mm-hmm. horse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that if they don't go to inspections, they can't be quality because Ivan has never been to an inspection um, and won't go. That's our choice to do that. Um, and it's just going to be a show horse, but he exudes the t- type of quality that people are looking for in, in a breeding horse. Um, right. But people just need to be very, very careful with, uh, you know, with breeding uh, Frisians because they do have some genetic disorders that can be compounded um, mm-hmm. when you're not really looking at like breeding coefficiency and, 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 you know, if you do too much lion breeding and, you know, some horses carry, um, you know, the dwarfism and, and um, hydrocephal something, um, something where they're mm-hmm. born, babies are born, you know, dead, which is very sad, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, so people just need to be very smart with understanding what quality is um you know i think uh i think it it goes both ways um some people allow the inspection process to be what tells them is what is quality and what isn't um i think that's i think that's a problem because that's allowing someone else to tell you what's nice or not um Mm -hmm. now again if you're trying to like we are with nikki if you want to be in that field then yes, mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. that your that quality to be, you know, uh, judged by that group of people, right? Um, right? But in general, quality of a horse, straightness of leg, you know, uh, length of neck. I mean, quality of disposition, like that's a mm-hmm. genetic thing that is passed on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people should educate themselves on looking at all of those traits and saying, hey, if you've got four out of the five. Yes, you're a good breeding horse. If you've got two out of the five, then probably not. If you've got one of the five, yeah. don't even breed it, right? Um, right? If you've got five out of the five and, you know, and you're not inspected, you know, which I believe Ivan is, um, then I believe he could be a quality breeding horse, right? right. Um, right. You know, because again, th- there, there is some, some backyard breeding and um, I think people, uh, you know, need to learn a little bit more what a quality Frisian is um, 
just because it's purebred doesn't mean it's quality. Mm-hmm. Also, just because it's imported doesn't mean it's quality either. So, yep. um, you know, you can buy yeah. whatever you want. Doesn't mean it's going to be good or not, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and the thing is, anybody, truly, anybody that's just getting into horses, if they've got these few things, if they've got patience, um, you know, if they're willing to work hard, uh, and if they're dedicated, can have a Frisian horse. Like mm-hmm. anybody that's buying a horse could have a Frisian, right? Um, but with any great thing you want in life, you have to make sacrifices. Like you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. At the point, at the point when when I bought Ivan, um, you know, we weren't eating the best of food that six months that I had to pay for him. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, guys, we're gonna cut back on some luxuries for a little while so that I yeah. can buy this baby. You know, yeah. And luckily. You know, I was the boss and I could, you know, tell the little children what to do um, <laughs> as long as they were eating, everything was fine. But, yeah. uh, you know, if you're willing to make the, the right sacrifice, anybody can do it. Because I, I do see that a little bit sometimes with, um, um, with, with a lot of folks is like, you know, they see, you know, they see Ivan or they see, you know, Nikki or some of the, you know, the, the, the high end horse that we have. And mm-hmm. they don't even think about, oh, I could do, I mean, come on, that's some high end stuff. Like I can't even, you know, they're, they're this, they're that. It's like, well, educate yourself on, you know, uh, on what, what it took to have these mm-hmm. horses, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and realize that you could do it too. You know, right. if you just swallow your pride and say, Hey, I got to put my head down and get on the grind and save some money. And, um, you know, for however long you need to save, uh, mm-hmm. you can be just like us, like and even yes. better. So, yeah, mm. yes, that is absolutely why we do these interviews because I'm like, we're regular people. <laughs> We're regular yeah. people with with yep. dreams and passions, yep. and you know, taking those incremental steps. It it wasn't you know, you decided today and you got it tomorrow. It was strategic. No. It was planning. Um, it was making it was- that investment in yourself and in you know, these horses. So it's absolutely yep. attainable for everybody. And, and and also not without heartbreak either you know, mm-hmm. not without the hard times either. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's always a struggle, like it truly is, but you have to say, Hey, this is what you love. And it's part of it. You know, you can't mm-hmm. say having nice horses is always going to be cupcakes and rainbows, right? It's no, the, the more you have, the better you have, the more issues you will potentially have too. And you just yeah. have to understand that that comes with the territory and mm-hmm. you got to just prepare yourself for, um, you know, those moments when things don't work out. You know, yeah. um, those moments where things do happen um, in that, uh, you know, you don't get too frustrated. You're allowed to be frustrated, you know, mm-hmm. don't, you know, you can't be too tough, um, mm-hmm. you know, and understand that it's just part of it, you know, that yeah. it's going to, if it hadn't happened, if anything bad hadn't happened, it, it just, it's going to at some point, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right, so. right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right. All right. So my last question before we get into the derby round is what does the word equestrian mean to you? Equestrian means um, anything to do with horses, like anything you do with horses, um, you know, whether it be riding, looking at, drawing, it, it, it's equestrian. So, right. Yes. Right. Absolutely. All right. So the derby round, you just answer with your, the first answer that comes to your mind um just a few questions it's not bad it's not bad it's all horse related um let's go all right let's go yay english or western western solids or spots 
Solid. Bays or grays? Grays. Brown tack or black tack? Black tack. Sponge or curry brush? Curry gloves. <laughs> I, yes, I have a pair of curry gloves. They're freaking amazing. Best, um, yes. Shod or barefoot? Shod. Or gooseneck? Uh, gooseneck. Rope halter or nylon halter? Uh, leather halter. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yes. Uh, wood fence or electric fence? Electric. Your favorite piece of barn equipment? Favorite piece of barn equipment? Mm-hmm. My horse, because he can plow the, the arena, you know? Oh, well, <laughs> We're old good. school. <laughs> good. We're old school, um, yes. Tack. Favorite piece of tack? Uh, my bridle. My bridle. I've got a few cool ones I like. Uh, when was the last time you fell off? Ooh, uh, three weeks ago, the second time I rode, uh, uh, second time the Arabian Stallion uh, that I'm training now was ever ridden. Like I, I, I rode him first. It was great the first day. Second day, I got a little cocky. And, uh, and yeah, I hit the dirt <laughs> So a few weeks ago. <laughs> okay. And if money was no object, what is one horse related purchase you would make? Oh man, that's a great one. Uh, one horse related purchase that I would horse related purchase. Um, uh, you know, uh, just like another horse, I would get in, I would buy an, an approved stallion. That's what I would mm-hmm. buy, like a $2.5 million approved stallion. That's what I would buy. Okay, okay, yeah, I yes. feel it. <laughs> well, that is the end of the Derby round. Thank you so much for taking time yeah. out of your day, talking to me and sharing your story with our audience. Um, let everyone know where they can connect with you and watch more of your work. Yeah, so everybody check us out at The Pyramid Ranch on Instagram. Uh, also, the Pyramid Ranch on TikTok. Uh, you can also check out our website, thepyramidranch.com. All right. All right. And they can get some merchandise. I see you got a shirt uh, on. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Pyramid Ranch right here. Check them out. That's right. <laughs> good. 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 All right. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.